Good morning, everybody, and you're all very welcome to this week's edition um, of our podcast, the Knife and Barter podcast. Special edition, as we're, we're down under in Australia with former hoarder and footballer from Knife and Barter. Is good morning, or is it good afternoon to you, or what time is it at all? How are you, Johnny? It's just in the afternoon, so it's just 10 to 5 in the evening, you know, getting ready to come home from work. Bit of grub on the table. 10 to 5 in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> and quarter, quarter past eight here in the morning, huh? Madness, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Hoping to be cuddly you have on the table, is it? Uh, I'll tell you what, even even now my mother still gets mixed up with the time, so don't be different, you know? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. So how are you keeping at though? Yeah, going good, Johnny. Thanks very much, pal. Uh, really uh, appreciate getting this uh, opportunity to speak my mind about the club and whatever happened two years ago, you know? It's really good. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. How long are you over there, Anto? Oh. Going up, come up to 18 years now. 18 years, geez, that's a long time, isn't it? Isn't it? Just like yesterday, I left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And have you been home at all? or? Yeah, I've been home uh, a few times. I've been home uh, about four times. The last time, the most recent time I was home was in January um, for um, the boys. We, we had a Kerry trip organised for, um, you know, what we used to do years and years ago when we were training. And yeah, I came home for that. Yeah. So that was. Um, that was really good. Yeah. Catch up boys. I'm, I'm sure that was a good experience for you coming home. <laughs> Dude, my liver still isn't the same. <laughs> I've heard about them trips. I've heard about them. <laughs> so, Anto, take us back to the beginning, mate. Um, how did it all start for you and Finbars? Yeah, well, I was, um, Johnny, I got introduced to Finbars through my sister, Suzanne, who was still involved with uh, Finbars now. I remember she said to me, oh, I should come up and play for Finbars. So I said, oh, I should give it a lash anyway and see what the go is. And, Went up there and Stephen Morgan was my first um, ever hurler manager and football manager. So, yeah. And ever since then, I haven't looked back. Yeah, yeah. Times. Yeah, and tell us this, do you miss it? Oh, every day. Yeah. Like every day, you know. I always, every time I'm on the phone to the folks or anyone or my sister or brother, I say, oh, any news from the lads? How's the, how are they going? I know it. Yeah. The internet and see the scores, but, you know, so, sometimes you need to hear the... Yeah. Happen, you know. How do you understand? So even after eighteen years, you still miss it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah without shadow, yeah. You know? Did you get involved with any GAA club or anything over there? Yeah. Well, when I came over from from um, from Dublin, I spent a bit of time in Sydney and played fo- football there. Then I ended up moving to Adelaide, where my wife is from. So yeah, got heavily involved with the Gaelic football over here, and yeah, well, I um, ended up playing. Some uh, senior football here, and you know, yeah. done a little, uh, won a couple of championships, and coached them in, or managed them in the end, and went on to yeah. represent South Australia. And that you know, got beaten a couple of finals, but that's all. Yeah, crazy, so you know? that's a great experience as well, isn't it? It is. It's it's a bit of an eye opener because when I was playing over here, a lot of lads from different parts of the country were playing. You know, we were having yeah. lads from Galway and Monaghan and Derry and Kerry boys coming over. You know, so yeah. it was good. It, you know? it, it beats running up and down the magazine hill in the Phoenix Park. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever recover from them ones, you know. <laughs> and come here, is the GAA community really as strong as they say it is over there? Well, different parts are, you know. Like, you yeah. have the likes of Victoria and New South Wales. They're really strong, you know. Uh, South Australia, I'll give you a laugh. When I, when I first came over here, actually, when I, after my holiday, I, um, I was the first Irish boy to play here for probably years. No Irish right. one was playing. All Aussies yes. play, so, so they all play in the off season, you know, just to keep. Yeah, playing. yeah, in the off season of the Aussie rules. Yeah, yes, but the off season of the Aussie rules is the summer here, 
And I'm right. telling you now, playing in that heat is ridiculously warm, you know? I'd say so. I'd say so. And and did you try the Aussie rules at all? Yeah, I, I fit pretty much well into that game. That's a bit of a, a head of ball mm. game, you know. It's good fun, though. You have to be <laughs> uh, have your wits about you, otherwise you can get really uh, badly broken up, you know. With some I'd say so. I'd say so. The tackles lads. look pretty hefty. Yeah, there's a few lads I'm sure could fit right in there if I was to play, you know, <laughs> so no problem there. <laughs> um, and you just said a little bit about the coach in there. Um, do, do you notice any kind of... Um, any specific sort of you know relevance to the coaching there, something like you know, would it be something similar than the GA coaching, or is it different? Or, yeah, no, it's um, it's actually not too bad, you know. We have to uh adapt with the football over here because again, you're trying to teach boys who play Aussie rules to play Gaelic football, yeah. So they're they're more of a running game than a skillful game, you know, yeah. I mean, them, them boys can run all day and and they're big lads, but you know, get them trying to kick a ball over the bar, you know, or yeah. They, they do it. Do a hand solo, you're lost, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, gra- high grabs, that's just um, second to them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see some of them lads fielding in the air, geez, they can get up for a ball, can't they? Oh, the monsters, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. big boys. So just going back to, uh, just going back now to your youth a little bit, aren't they? And uh, just growing up in Cabaret and, and playing with Finbars and that. Who would you say was the, the biggest influence on you growing up in Finbars? Um, the biggest, I'd say probably each uh, manager would would have been my influence when I played. You know, like I had some great yeah. managers throughout through the years. You know, Stephen Morgan from the start, unbelievable. You know what I mean? Vinny yeah. Kyo, Vinny was always pulling the ball. He was he was ground hurling. That's how we learned, basically. You know, yeah. He was a tough man. Then we moved on to Paul Mack, who was another great uh, football hurling brain. You know, yeah. And then we moved on to Gozzi for the twenty ones, and then the councillor for the time I was playing for the uh, intermediates and stroke senior football, you know, and senior yeah. hurling. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as a child, did you prefer hurling or football? I was a bit of a 50-50, you know. I, I Actually, I loved playing football, but some people used to tell me it was a better hurler, but I couldn't really say, you know. But I, I like playing both sports, but if I yeah. had my choice, I'd play football over hurling, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I know you've been listening to the podcast and that one. Something, you know, I, I say myself every week is... I'm only in the club six months, like working for them, and I, I can't believe how strong the community kind of spirit is within the area. You know, it's like nothing I've seen. But um, is it is it like that over where you are, or is that just you know unique to Cabra? Oh, that's unique to Cabra. Look, it, it's totally different playing football over here and to to back home. You know, you walk down the streets and everyone knows you. Know, we're yeah. in Cabra. You know, well, over here it's still the same. Still, a lot of people do recognise you, but it's not as loyal as what you have as what uh, Finbar's club had so we yeah. all grew up we, we just had air lads in our local area and that was it you know we know outcomers come in and yeah. you know orders. yeah yeah and where did you go to school Anto? did you go to school I, in Cabra yeah I went to uh, Finbar's uh, national school yeah then I went to Declan's right uh, just CBS right 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 and when you were poking around as a kid or you were kicking ball against the wall who did you aspire to be Oh, my favourite footballer was Keith Barr from Dublin. That was who I was always looked at because he was always a tough, tough footballer. You know what I mean? Wouldn't yeah. let you go. You know, hard as nails. You know what I mean? Um, always be at the end of the ball, bottom of the pack. You know. Yeah. Favorite, yeah. favorite hurler at the time. I think he was probably Shawnee McMahon from Clare. I used to love watching him play. Just yeah. a Tough man. You know. Great yeah, ball. yeah. There was only a thing on there a few weeks ago during this pandemic. They've been shown at the start of it. They were showing all the all the games and. I was only telling a couple of lads on that. He was very forgotten about sort of hurler, wasn't he, Shani McMahon? 
he was. He's done a lot of the, the hard ball, the hard grit to get that you don't really see, you know what I mean? But he could turn on a game. He could turn, win your game off his own back, you know? Yeah, and he had that long striking capability that I suppose they all have now. But in them days, it, was, it wasn't it was as common. Big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So what would you say is your most memorable occasion in a Finbar jersey as a child growing up? As a child growing up, I think um, when I fought my first game for Finbars was against the Tanta, and that was Stephen Morgan was the coach. Man, I'll never forget that game. I, I think I was about eight at the time playing on the tens, yeah. and actually scored. I scored a goal in my first game, so I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, that, uh, thought that never that's never really left me mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a, as an adult, Tanta, what would you say was your your most memorable occasion? Oh, I was. I'd say he's definitely winning the championship. Although I was injured that day, it was still a hell of an achievement that we, we had, you know. Yeah, it was, it was that holding uh, our football there? In the football, sorry, in the 2000 with um, right. Nicky's team, you know. It was um, just just the effort that we, we put in. I mean, we, we used to do some trainings, you know, training yeah. in the mornings before work and then, you know, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights training, games Saturday, or sorry, games Sundays, you know. We were, we were had, as I said before, Councillor Nicky had us going like hell for leather all the time. You yeah, know, we wouldn't stop. I do hate, I do hate asking that question, man, though, because that's why I was on the opposite team that day. <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still cuts to the bone. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah, but listen, that was a great old game. You, you, you deserved that. I was only saying that to Nicky. I think you have been beaten them one or two before that, hadn't you? Yeah, we were beaten in two, uh, beaten by Rahini in one, then we were beaten yeah. by Ballantin and Johns. And another one, then we, we got knocked out, and then we came back the next year and won it. Yeah. yeah. I remember that totally deserved as well. So that's your most memorable occasion? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Also, you know what I also used to love about them was the training sessions. They were they were really the ones that got the team together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone was all, all one, one in, all in, you know? We, we yeah. always went everywhere together. Yeah, you know? that was in the day, and when fellas loved training and wanted to train. <laughs> well, that, you know, and I was just talking to the lads on when we were going down to, to Kerry and we we had something there that I don't think any other club had in in the county. We would do fight for everybody, you know. The things we used to do yeah. together was amazing, you know. The training we'd have, we do would just be, you know, colossal. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know now from playing against them teams myself, both hurling and football, that there were some great players on them. But um, who, who would you say was the best player you ever played with? Say football, Forsty, who was the best player you ever played with? Oh, look at football. It, that's a really hard one to call. There's only, I can I can only really say three people in football at... Probably yeah. the big guys is probably up there. Yeah. Then there's uh, Robbie McDonald, who was absolute unbelievable footballer, mm. and the other one who would obviously win you a game is uh, Keith Russell. Yeah, yeah, I remember Keith, yeah. good footballer. And what about Horland? Who would you say? Favorite Horland, uh, Lee McHale, absolute dominated, brilliant Horland. Loved watching him play for the size of him, little small yeah. little fella, but swear to God, he's bigger than bigger than anyone I've ever seen playing Horland. You know, yeah. another great. Long- the ball, you know, yeah, good footballer, good footballer too. Lee, I remember, Mark, yeah, very good, yeah. yeah, and so the best, the best player you ever kept, can you remember, Horland? Say, best player you ever played against, the best Horland I ever came in. You know, it's a long time ago since I played Horland, but I reckon there was a guy from Satan, his name was, I think it was Anton Keaton, his name was, right? He was a tough, Horland. he, um, I think he ended up being a police officer and for the Cabagarda station. Nice fellow, right. but when yeah. I played against him, he was as tough as nails, you know. Yeah, and footballer, can you remember who the toughest opponent was? Toughest opponent would probably be uh, one of my own teammates, Stephen Brown. My God almighty, he would just kill you and you wouldn't even realise you <laughs> get the ball and give the ball off. He'd still be trying to tackle you and you're trying to explain the ball is gone. But, yeah. Know, good laughter. Yeah. 
good. So you, I, I believe you're interested in multi-sports, Anto. You like a, a bit of everything, do you? You like all other sports as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I put me. I, lo- I used to love playing. Um, I played the Aussie Wills there for a lot of years. Won a championship over here as well. So that yeah, was, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Who Who yeah. would you say is your favourite sport and personality? Um, my favourite person, uh, Roy Kane. Roy Kane, why? Oh, he's just determination. He's a winner, absolute utter winner. You know. Yeah. And I don't even follow Man United either, so yeah. that's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. If, if you had to play any other sport other than GAA, what would you say that would be and why? Oh, it'd just be Aussie Rules because it's so similar, and you know, it's yeah. um, good, good bunch of lads, but good football. Yeah. Who was the biggest legend in Finbars? Jesus, that's a tough one. There's probably two people again. I can't really put it down to to one. I'd say, uh, obviously, I'd say Nicky Kyo would be number one in my eyes because he's the one that drove the club yeah. forward. And then the other one behind the scenes would be Eilish Langan. Yeah. Week in, week out, you know, doing all the hard stuff that people don't yeah, see. Yeah, see prepared, you know? yeah. Yeah, And what, as a player yourself, Anto, what would you say was your biggest strength? Um, I was probably a pretty honest player, you know what I mean? You know, if I had a bad game, I'd say I'd have a bad game. If I had a good game, hopefully I'd have a good game, you know? We, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd never like to give in. I'd never like to lose. That was my also big things. I hate losing. Yeah. You know, over here when I'm playing football, I hate losing. The biggest, I'm, I'm probably a bad loser. But, yeah. you know, now I was. I think I was pretty honest. You know, I, I gave it my all. Again, I, I probably wouldn't be the, one of the standout holders of footballers, but, you know, yeah. at least when I played, I gave you everything I had, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that was yeah, good. yeah. So funniest story you can remember in the club? Funniest story I remember in the club, that's a which one? There's so many good, good stories. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I think the one of the the, the funniest times was there uh, when uh, Nicky had his out training. We went out to, I think it was Port Marnock, and we were training on the beach, and you know it was freezing cold, and he brought us in for a meal, and we're yeah. all sitting down waiting for for the group to come out, and then Peter Fitzgerald, the honey Fitz, came out wearing the chef's outfit on, and just <laughs> everyone just that. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things. It's just so funny, yeah. you know. And probably handing out nuggets and chips. <laughs> oh, he was, yeah, yeah, and taking the taking the money as well. Don't worry about that. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, because I, I do always ask, I love the funny stories now that I do here because it's something similar to my own club and that, and they can relate to them, you know. But um, I remember uh, somebody in the club was telling me a funny story about uh, the club paying for a lad one day to come home and play a football match, and he got taken <laughs> off. <laughs> Yeah. Can you can you can you go on a bit about that for me, Anto? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you about that one. I, I don't think that player was actually taken off. He actually, oh uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good little story that one. But again, like, was he... it, it was one of those things where he was a fair footballer in his day. Play that lad. Yeah, he, he was honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we won't go into it too much. We'll leave that as your excuse. <laughs> yeah. So he was jet lagged. I'll just say that. Jet so in in in, uh, in your own game, Anto, say when you played in your own game, what what would you say? Um, what what would you have liked to improve on the most in your own game? Um, just probably a bit more courage, I would imagine. That was yeah. about it, you know. Wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't be like him with a bit more courage. That's basically it, you know. Uh, yeah. I think everything else was pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you still watch? Do you still watch all the matches and all when you're over there, Anto? Do you still watch all the hurling and the oh, football? Yeah. No. I'm 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 football man through and through. What? Yeah. I remember one time we were back in Cabri, back at Finbars, and me and my mate Brownie, we wouldn't even be watching soccer. We'd rather watch the Gaelic football, you know. So that's yeah, all over. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, what what do you love most about the current game? Um, Dublin winning. <laughs> yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, 
No, I love I like uh, watching some of the different tactics of the managers, how they're trying to um, outfox each other, you know? Yeah. You know, we have the like, the blanket defence and then you have people trying to come over the blanket defence and that, you know? So yeah. it's um, Yeah, it's good. I'd say it's good though being in Australia and though watching kind of Dublin enjoying their little bit of dominance at the minute, is it? Yeah, it's great though. Ah, look, again, when I go out, I actually go out with a few lads from different parts of the country, you know? Yeah. Drink with a lot of Kerry men and Mead men and male men, and yeah, the stick just be flying, but yeah, it's always good to get the upper hand. We deserve it after a long time, you know? Yeah, yeah, you meet some great mates when you're away like that, don't you? Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. It's funny because one of the lads who I coach against, he's a, he's a Plunkett's man. Yeah. And I am man, so we always have a head to head going, so it's good. Ah, you know, yeah. good bit of so you still have the, the local rivalry there, even though you're millions of miles away. <laughs> Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, you never lose that. Yeah. Is is there is there anything frustrates you most about the, the current game? Um, the marking of the ball, I hate it. Right, I absolutely hate it. It just reminds me so much of your rules. You know, it just slows the game down totally. Just yeah. speed it, let it go. Yeah, let it go fast. Yeah, yeah. What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, never give up. Keep trying. Yeah. Never give up. Yeah. Right, we're on to the quick fire round now, Anto. Yeah. So, go ahead. Your occupation. A plumber. Plumber. Favorite food? Uh, pasta. Favorite thing to drink? Orange. Favorite day of the week? Thursday. Favorite month of the year? Uh, in Australia, January. In Dublin, September. Right. Why September? All Ireland football, man. All Ireland. <laughs> uh, have you any pets? I have. Yeah, I've got two. I've got a dog, Jesse, and a cat. Um, small dog and a cat. How does that work out? It's pretty good. They they love playing against each other. You know what I mean? There's always a bit of crack yeah. in the house. You know, They're always trying to. Yeah, that keeps it real. If you had a superpower, yeah. what would it be? Uh, able to fly. Able to fly. Favorite companion if you are stranded on a desert island. Oh, I'd say the missus, wouldn't you? Well, if you just say the missus wasn't available, who would it be? Oh, it would be a. Uh... Her uncle Sean. Right. Why, why is that? Because he has <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Good show. Uh, so, cl- Club or County? Oh, Henry Shefflin or TJ Reid? Dermot Conley or Alan Brogan? Favourite playing position? Favourite music? Uh, traditional. Favourite film? Uh, the Jungle Book, the cartoon. Good show, good show. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. Favorite Irish ballad? Um, Grace would be Brilliant. there. What makes you laugh? Um, memories, good memories. Favorite way to relax? Listen to music. Yeah. And your biggest regret as a player? Regret as a player, Jesus. Um. Probably not winning if, a, if any, if any. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, there's a few, all right. It's um, probably, uh, you know, not winning the football championship was great, but not actually playing that day, being injured was a bit of a signal, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what advice would you give to all young hurlers and Gaelic footballers? Um, listen to your coach, um, abide by the rules, as in the yeah. coach gives out, and win. Brilliant, brilliant. Anto, that concludes me. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I've really enjoyed that one now. And I, I hope now that uh, 
So I hope I'm eating it when we come home, where we can share the point. Definitely, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we'll we'll have to look at that as soon as um this uh coronavirus is finished. I'm sure we'll have a look at getting some cheap flights somewhere. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, mate, I wish you all the best. And um and look, I suppose tell all the GA community in Australia we were asking. I will them. do, John. Yeah, no worries. And uh, great to hear. And uh, right. up the bars. Yeah, you boy. Yeah, right. Great talking, Santo. God bless. Bye, 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 bye. bye.